Hello, everyone. If you couldn't tell by the sound of my voice, I'm somber. My name is Claire, and this is Theater Nerd Confidential, episode 18, but I am somber. And do you want to know why I'm somber? Because I've lost an hour and 50-something minutes of my life. Because I watched the new film Cats to review for all of you. I will never get that time back, and I've... I feel older. I feel hardened. I haven't been the same since. I have seen a lot of scary films. I walked in once on my sister watching Psycho and saw somebody get stabbed through the neck. And that was not as severe of a trauma as this was. Okay. This is something that shook me to my core, quite frankly. And I forced my two best friends to watch it as well. And um, I feel shame. I feel embarrassment. I don't I I feel like I owe them so much. (laughs) I was going to say like a piece of my soul, but I don't think they want that. They're not uh, Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Um, I just owe you guys. I owe you a drink next time I see you. Um, But don't ever say I didn't do anything for any of you because I am rattled. And I don't know. I... Let's just get into it because I have so many thoughts and feelings and I'm confused. I'm just confused and I feel like I'm doing you all a favor by reviewing this film, Cats, and having none of you ever see it. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm like the woman in the ring where like you can't, not the <laughs> not the creepy woman, Naomi Watts' character, who's like trying to stop people from watching the film. That's me. <laughs> I am Naomi Watts in the ring, but with cats. (laughs) And luckily, I didn't have, if you haven't seen the ring, that joke wouldn't make sense, but whatever, I will. Keep calm and carry on. Welcome to Theater Nerd Confidential. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I just blew that intro. <laughs> I, that, I used to do it like three or four times with our show. I'd be like, we got to do it over. Nope. We're keeping it. We're keeping <laughs> it. <laughs> so without further ado, if you couldn't already tell from their marvelous, magical, mystical voices, <laughs> I am joined today by the famous Urker twins, Sarah and Paige. Hello. Thank you for having me back. Of course. Hello. This is my normal speaking voice. I don't speak in that high volume voice it's, you heard before. Hello. It's not. My, it's my Sarah Koenig voice. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Thank you for having us. <laughs> yes, thank You're you. You're welcome. Okay, so I just have to get something off my chest. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for what I made you both do, and you both are true friends. <laughs> is that the title of the podcast? I was actually thinking the title of the podcast should be Cats. <laughs> Wait, brought to you by the creators of The Conjuring. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. This is all right. What does sacrifice mean? What does friendship mean? Watch Cast a Musical. That's sacrifice. <laughs> That's what that means, guys. Wow. Seriously. What are your thoughts? I mean, big picture wise, I'm curious. <laughs> to, start, to start, what are your thoughts? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I literally do not know. I guess we should unpack, like, because we've grown up in musical theater. Mm-hmm. So what has been our impression of the show from a distance? Because for me, it's been like othered. I've like separated myself from this musical as long as possible. Yeah. The timing of it as well. We're all 90s kids, right? And Mm -hmm. that's where it was kind of, at least on Broadway, that's where it was at its peak. So it was like a musical. It seemed like it was tailored for kids, but then in reality, it was like a furry sex dungeon musical. So like most people didn't go see Cats. So yeah. But they did though. But they did. It's It's extremely successful and I don't understand how. And maybe it's that thing about the producers, how a flop produces more money, you yeah. know? That's true. Right? Yeah. My introduction to it was, I mean, obviously memory, like that mm-hmm. memories that is like the most iconic song and being like 
a singer, you have a voice teacher go, sing it again, gang. And it's like, okay. <laughs> You're in fourth grade belting your little heart out through your, your nasally voice. Um, but I will say my I real introduction. sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. There's probably a recording of it somewhere on a cassette tape. Yes. <laughs> uh, so in high school, we had a substitute teacher for our chorus class and we watched, there's a film version of uh -huh. the Broadway musical uh -huh. and mm -hmm. it opens with Jellicle Cats. But me and my friends had never heard it before, and we all thought they were saying genital cats. <laughs> oh, no. So that's all we kept saying. We're like, genital cats. Yeah. Oh, and then we kept joking no. around about it. And then somebody told us it's jellicle. You know, that the more commonly used word that we have in our vocabulary. <laughs> yeah. I spent a good four minutes trying to guess what that word was because I didn't know what they were saying. No, and after watching the film, have, still have no clue. <laughs> I thought I thought angelic, evangelical cats. I heard a thousand different words before jellical. Yeah. yeah. Well, a little background on the word jellical. I know it seems like I'm trying to do a bit, but I'm actually giving you some insight. No, so please, because Andrew Lloyd Webber was highly inspired by T.S. Eliot and a collection of poems he wrote called. Um, I think it's like Book of Practical Cats, but it's got a name in front of it, like Poss Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> All right. Keep going, keep going. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Children. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think the word jellical, it was like created in those poems, but that's also where all the characters are from, like uh, from yeah. Tugger and stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Don't even names? get me. I already I, have a crush on one cat and one cat only. You have a crush on a cat? McCavity. Oh. Uh, from Cats the Musical? Yes. For the audience who didn't see, I I I miss I like dismissively shook my head no at Claire's McCavity comment. Because absolutely not. Do you have a crush on old Deuteromity? Rum Rum Tum Tuck. <gasps> Mustafelis, Mr. Yes. Mustafelis, I knew magical it. Mr. Mustaf Mustafelis. <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. Magical yet, but... Mr. <laughs> Is it Mustafelis like the Philip? Mustaf like... I thought it was Mustafelis. It's Mustafelis. Uh oh. Uh oh. You know, no fun oh. fact that the name's also based off the demon Mistopheles. Yes, <laughs> oh, I would yes. like a demon. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so that's what you got the inspiration from? Was a series? Yeah, of yeah, and actually, like the opening where like there's a lot of fourth wall breaking, at least in the movie. I don't know if there's fourth wall breaking. <laughs> there's the so many cat puns from cats in this movie. Yeah. Mm, the, now, thing, the thing that's interesting is that they made the choice both in the, I think in the musical and in the movie based off a review I read where like the people all just chant the poetry together. Like it slam a little bit. Do you notice that? Like all the ensembles, like, can it, I'm doing a physical thing. No, I do remember that. And I was heavily uncomfortable. My body. Yeah. <laughs> I literally kind of was so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I was thrown like, off by the, by the, the like acting class vibes I got from the whole fucking movie. Yeah, let me ask you, as you guys, you guys both were theater degrees, like did it make you actually think of like cringy theater classes? Like, is that where it brought you? Oh, Claire's not, I'm saying yes. I okay. just felt like I was in a literal fever dream. I had no okay. thoughts. <laughs> I yeah, couldn't. I've never, I mean, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I've never done hallucinogenics, but I have to. I have to guess the director Tom Hopper has yeah. done hallucinogenics. Oh yeah. And was very confident in the story he was planning on telling. Yeah. So speaking of Tom Hopper, Hooper is it Hooper or Hopper? Hooper. I thought it Hooper. was Hooper. Well, oops. He, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> he directed Cats, and uh, he is an Academy Award winner and a cat me. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking oh, water when you said we were that. Both, we were both mid sip. <laughs> I'm sorry. I when I read it, I was like, oh, I have to. <laughs> um, for, he won an Academy Award for the King's Speech and directed Les Miserables. And this cast mm -hmm. is quite 
an all-star cast. Like it is. It hurt my heart to see the actors on this. I know. Judy Dench, Ian McKellen. Uh, Ian McKellen. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll Jason, Jason Derulo. <laughs> Jason Derulo. Fat Amy. Jennifer Hudson. Idris Elba. James Corden. And Taylor Swift. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> genuinely <Yeah>. forgot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. Really cool. I feel like it has to be said that this film was just—it was critically banned. I mean, they uh, got twenty percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Guardian mm. wrote, "Cats will haunt viewers for generations." <laughs> <laughs> And then cats is a catastrophe. Cats a tale better left untold. Tale spelt the way you think it would be. And then this was my favorite review. Variety wrote, nine may not be enough lives for some of the stars to live down their involvement in this poorly conceived and executed adaptation of Andrew Lloyd Webber's hit musical. Oh my God. And one of the top comments on the YouTube link for the trailer is, want to break up with your girlfriend? Take her to this movie. The reviews are in and they're not good. No. Oh, God. They couldn't leave faster. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Oh, God. Should we start with the review, ladies? And again, I'm going to need your help. Because after I saw this, I was like, I need to Wikipedia this. And then I'm like, no. I shouldn't have to immediately Wikipedia a movie What's after happened? freaking watching yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So please direct me on this interesting... <laughs> Sarah? Yeah, I got us. So we've got the overture, which is where we see Veronica Victoria. Veronica, <laughs> what's her name? Victoria. Victoria, Victoria being dumped in the street in a pillowcase. Um, yeah, maybe left by a wealthy oil baron. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I like that. St- I want to see that story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, the first song the is Jellicle Songs for Jellicle Cats, which we've already joked about. Thank you, Paige, for the context. I still hate the song. Yeah, and I was immediately frightened by the CGI in this moment. When Terrified. The cats come out to, like, a, a, like, see who this other cat is. Who's joining our tribe? Frightening. Horrible. Yeah. Have you guys heard of the Uncanny Valley? Yes, I love this theory. What is yeah. that? So it's just it. a discussion of visuals and why why a lot of people find cats specifically off-putting, but you can think of a lot of recent examples, is because the distinction in CGI of just making them just a little too human, but not human enough, where the brain, it actually has an effect on the brain where it's off-putting, it's concerning. It seems like it's like you're meant to not like it because it's in this weird valley of like, it's not human, but it's not something, it's not cats either. Yeah. <laughs> So the idea is that it's our it's our animalistic brain recognizing a disguise, like wow. someone trying to blend in. So our brain puts it us in an unsettled feeling. Yeah. So if they had made it look a little bit more cat-like, that feeling would go away. Or if they made it way more human-like, that feeling would go away. But they put it in the uncanny valley yeah. of too human to be comfortable. Yeah, like yeah. for example, they have tails and working ears, but they have 10 human toes. <laughs> And some cats have sneakers to dance better. And some cats wear fur coats, despite having fur coats. Although I will, I know, that was ironic, but I will say some of those fur coats, I was like, ooh, I'd love to inherit one yeah. of those. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I yeah. completely agree with you. I was like, that is so true. Because I would have preferred it to have been how it is on Broadway, where it's like, you look, you know, they're humans, they're humans. you know? And I would have been way more impressed with the choreography in that way. You know, the choreography was so unimpressive because I'm like, this just looks computer generated. The, but hor- it was- the horrifying thing to me is the scale of everything is so off. Yes. The scaling, like the set is built beautifully. Like the set yeah. designer did a lot with what they had, yeah. but the sizing of the cats in the set, mice were the sides of like fleas. Like yep. one at one point they are in a conga line with cockroaches. Yeah. Oh god. Cats yeah, just, in, in cockroaches. Yeah. So um wait, that's can my I just, biggest issue? Can I just interject on <laughs> in one second though? Because this on December 21st, 2019, <laughs> only two days after its release, they Universal announced that they would be re-releasing a new version with updated CGI. 
And they did that. So that's what we saw. We didn't even see the original CGI, which was apparently more horrifying. Yeah, I actually read... I actually have I think it's from the Guardian and it's the the art the review for the from the Guardian starts when asked at the world premiere of Cats on Monday if he was happy with how the film looked director Tom Hooper replied wearily that he had finished it quote at 8 a.m the previous day (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) and that's awful and it shows it does wow Anyway, so that feeds us from the opening number where we are already disheartened and terrified of these animals. And that leads us into immediately the naming of cats. The creepy poetry scene, as Paige was just talking about before. Yeah, in a graveyard. And um, I guess Victoria is not a good enough name. She's just not allowed to be Victoria anymore. No, cats have three names. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What was the main guy, the guy fucking seducing her the whole time but never doing anything what's his name what's phantom, his name? phantom all the way i was like this guy is the phantom of the opera I'm who sorry. is he who is I, that cat i know i, I thought at one point he was skimble shanks the train cat but that was him singing about another cat <laughs> he wrote down his name at literally there's probably i'll let you know but i wrote it like on page four of my notes it finally came up and i'm like that's his name i can't find it characters now. They're all named. Every ensemble Isn't it like Monk's Trap or something? Monk, yeah, Monk's Trap. Monk's Trap. I can't read my handwriting. Anyway, I thought he was seducing her the whole time. Boy, yeah. was I wrong. He was giving me phantom vibes the entire time. I dug it. I literally wrote, why would they make a musical about cats during, <laughs> during that scene? I wrote I some pretty dark things about cats mm-hmm. that I'm not proud of now. I mean, like, actual, like, living, breathing cats. Yeah, we should get this so, out of the way. Are you guys fans of cats? Because I'm not. I'm not. I, I I mean, I like cats. I love dogs. So there is a preference. I would have preferred dogs in musical. Yeah. Paige, I don't know if you've uh, died or not. Oh, there she is. <laughs> there she is. You were frozen. I was hoping to not have that brought into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Cats killed me and I was resurrected. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like real cats, Paige? I, yes, I love cats. I have several and they are, I'd consider them my best friends. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, let me get my awkward comments out of the way then, because I wrote a couple of hateful things about real life cats. I need to get them off my chest. First. You have a cat too. Well, I don't like her that much right now. (laughs) You have a cat. Yeah, I do. I don't talk oh about it much. I said, like, can we get a pound? Like, round up all these cats? I was thinking that. I thought somebody needed to call the cats. <laughs> I said, this movie would make me want to euthanize a cat on site. Oh. <laughs> it got, I told you it got dark. I'm sorry. Um, oh, shit. What was the other dark one? Well, no one's going to top that. <laughs> I said something else about wanting to destroy all cats in the world. But uh, I think that kind of ends it, so... All right. Well, anyway, there's a ball, a jellical ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I learned. And then we cut to Rebel Wilson as the Gumby cat. And she's mm-hmm. a cat that sits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she teaches the mice and the cockroaches how to do stuff. When the day's hustle and bustle is done, then the Gumby cat's work is but hardly begun. I think that the cockroaches need employment to prevent them from idle and wanted destroyment. So I thought from that lot of disorderly louse, a troop of well-disciplined, helpful boy scouts with a purpose in life. It's so weird. Yeah, I feel like I get why they cast her because she's going to bring in like a unique audience, I guess. But I feel like I could have done that role half asleep. Mm -hmm. Like I, I saw her body in a cat suit and I said, me. Like that's, that's what I was about to say. I was just so much more aware of the fact of like, man, I if I had to wear that suit on a like professional film set, yeah. I would want to die. Could you imagine being on a set the same day as Ian McKellen and your ass is in that cat suit? Oh no, I'd want to die. I'd want to die. Or Victoria seeing Victoria in the cat suit and be like, okay, <laughs> well, good for you, sweetie. Yeah, but I'm gonna be the jellical cat. 
I'm the gumby cat. I'm the gumby cat that doesn't move. <laughs> Yay me! <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's not much to that scene. I just feel like it's no. like a we've got a fat cat, everybody. Oh, we've got another fat cat, everybody. <laughs> I know. Yeah. After this, though, I wrote TikToks Jason Derulo <laughs> and to the Rum Tum Tugger. Let me fetch it. I'd rather have grouse. Me in a house, how much prefer a flat. If you put me in a flat, then I'd rather have a house. Set me on a mouse, then I only want a rat. Set me on a rat, then I'd rather chase a mouse. The Rum Tum Tugger is a curious cat. And there isn't any cool for me to shout. Yeah, I thought it, I thought that song of all of them had a fun rhythm. Like, I could actually get behind, like, the instrumental part of that song but there's no point to singing any of the lyrics of this entire musical no at all so I had several friends who insisted I watch this with them for the first time and um they tried to make their selling point that um am I allowed to curse on the podcast Mm -hmm. I've already cussed I'm sorry okay um they said uh, you just watch it because it's just cats who just want to fuck all the time and like they said, Jason Derulo is the epitome. Like rum tug, rum tug tugger. Yes, very it's like, like hypersexualized cat. Yeah, yeah. He wants to clown, you know. I wrote. I actually. Well, <laughs> not in regards to that. Like during the scene, I wrote. I actually like this. This is refreshing because <laughs> I felt like I was honestly like, what is happening? And then I was like, okay, I'm sort of digging this. I like this song. He did a good job. I agree. I thought. I don't know why he accepted, but he did a great job. <laughs> but then the best part of the film appears after he's done singing, Grizabella, mm-hmm. the glamour cat, the ex-glamour cat, <laughs> Jennifer Hudson appears, and they're all like hissing at her. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. I I didn't understand anything. I had no idea why they were bullying this cat. Yeah. It it I I still don't know. They said she was the star of the windmills. Then she went to McCavity. So what's, why do we hate her for this? Exactly. Just hate McCavity. What did, why do you keep saying McCavity? Am I saying it wrong? I think it's McCavity, right? McCavity. There's no R in that second sec. I thought it was a cavity. No, McCavity. Again, you can't pay me to know the name. So (laughs) this was like the first time I was sort of. Wait, are you, you're you're getting paid? Okay. <laughs> to watch cats <laughs> oh my god if you got paid to watch cats i would have been so envious <laughs> it's, it's if, tom pooper just, yeah, just getting just getting information like the week before he's still editing it he's like what do you guys think it's like it's awful tom you need to he's scrap tom. it he still thinks it's great he's like it's better than avatar watch it <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters as long as it's better than avatar that's all i need <laughs> james cameron <laughs> So it's like which avatar? Because there's two very different avatar movies. Oh, <laughs> great point. So lead us. James Corden enters. I don't know. Bustopher Jones is my new D and D character, and that's it. Final. Oh, I was gonna make Mr. Mistoffley is my next D and D character. Well, there it is. We got a campaign cat campaign. Wizard Rogue, by the way, with that sleight of hand and magical tricks. Ooh. Anyway, I don't understand anything you guys are saying. Nerd talk, nerd talk. I feel like okay. I'm watching cats all over again. <laughs> no, I, yeah, Bustopher Jones, he comes in and he's singing about how he's a fat cat, which, okay, two, cool. Two, you do two fatties. I'm Bustopher Jones. I'm not skin and bones. In fact, I'm remarkably fat. I don't haunt pubs, I have eight or nine clubs, for I'm the St. James's Street cat. I'm the cat they all greet as I walk down the street in my coat of fastidious black. No commonplace mouses have such well-cut trousers or such an impeccable back. Controversial opinion, fat cats are the best cats. Just not in the context of Cats the Musical. Is I, that controversial? I don't know. No. Yes. I, with that, I think <laughs> probably fat cats are less aggressive, right? 
Yeah. They're chill. Like, I'm not going to kill you. Yeah. I definitely chill. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't mind that. Actors, um, and then Rebel Wilson is like <clears throat> watching the performance and then McCavity comes in and makes her vanish. She gets dusted. Oh, I actually heard there's actually a little bit of like behind the scenes on why they've that's not in the musical, by the way, the dusting. They don't thing. dust them in the musical. What? The whole plot of like taking them away and then having to like be rescued. It was purely so because the actors refused to be on set for more than like a week of work. So they had to create a storyline where they didn't have to be in every single scene. I swear wow. to God, that is true. That is so then true. what is the plot line of Cats the musical? There's even less of a plot. And then like a so failed wait, in the original show, they just stay on stage the whole every, time. Every cat's on stage the entire time. Literally, the plot of the musical is just each cat has to sing a song to try to get to cat heaven. So wait, and does, does the does the detective what McCavity? Does yeah, McCavity have any power? <laughs> he's actually just like he's not like like as villainous as they've made him, where he's like trying to hide everybody to oh. win like he yeah he's he does stealing want the competition he's just trying to like distract people in the in the competition to my right. understanding so it's not this whole like dusting thing that was the only thing that made sense to me me the too dusting. yeah i got the dusting that came through i also thought um why would he eliminate the two fat cats first like did they really have a chance of being jellical like <laughs> Wait, no, no, I think, I think we need to understand something here, the philosophy. All cats are jellical cats. Right, but yeah. the, the jellical Jellical. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the jellical cat. The cat that wins. The What's genital the cat. No. <laughs> what are they called if they win? I don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll I wrote so many notes, notes and now I'm realizing I don't know anything. <laughs> I wrote like six pages of notes and I don't understand. Um, I don't know. I can find it. I can find it. <laughs> what are they called, Paige? I just like the fact that you can search through the internet, which is a resource, a plethora the of jellical choice. She is the jellical choice. Okay, thank ah. you. So my point is, is she really gonna pick the two fat cats? Yes. No. How dare you? No. Maybe. We got to confront our fat phobia in this podcast. <laughs> wow. Well, this has taken a turn. I didn't realize we were, yeah. Are we just trying to find meaning in a meaningless movie? Is that I what we're trying to do right now? Yeah, I was okay. there. I was okay. there. <laughs> yeah, because then McCavity, he's stealing, he's stealing all the kitty cats. He stole James Corden as well. <laughs> and then these two other cats come on who are just like, Real, they act the most like real cats because they're the worst. They're just destroying the place. I forgot their names. Oh my god, you two! You really <laughs> hate no, cats. No, no, they're um, they're called. They had their names in the song: Mungo Jerry and Rumble something. Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser. We're a notorious couple of cats. They knock about clowns. Quick change comedians. Tightrope walkers and acrobats. We have an extensive reputation. We make Rumble get teaser. <laughs> Rumble teaser. Mm-hmm. Rumble teaser. That's a nice name. I wrote. I hate this. I hope the dog kills them. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I like the jewelry. I liked the jewelry. Yeah. So that was it. Yeah. So they're they're singing and they're destroying stuff and there's a dog coming and Victoria is getting choked by a necklace and um which again I agree with you. What are the size of these cats? Because the bed is ginormous and she is like an ant and i don't think that's really the size comparison also imagine a ring fitting around the wrist of a cat (laughs) go get your cat Uh, (laughs) my my fat finger would never fit around the wrist of a cat ever Hmm. the sizing is garbage in this movie yeah here you are boba come here let's see come here hi cat hello boba Oh, that Can cat's really this? cute. No, it's yes. not. <laughs> um, but what's Boba's Jellicle cat name? Oh, we actually know this. Her Jellicle name is Queen Sheba. Oh. oh. Yeah, oh. I know my cat. I call her Boba, but she's really Queen Sheba. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the, the ring didn't fit, guys. <laughs> so 
And moving on. <laughs> moving on. Judy Dench enters. And I feel like and, the way that she entered, that's how she actually entered the stage. Like all of them bowing and like, no, like petting her. That, <laughs> and like, they, there was no direction on that one. Nope. That just came organically. I, I will set. say of all the scenes that felt the most like a theater class. Like oh, some definitely. weird exercise. <laughs> So I was like, I was turned off because I don't have great memories of acting classes. Yeah. But that was totally it. Like the person who you admired the most being like, oh my God, like so-and-so's in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like freaking losing your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, she looks totally gorgeous. Normal. Oh yeah, she does. Yeah. But I can't, was- I mean, she's amazing, but I can't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, we get... <laughs> Oh, that'd be skipping. That'd be yeah. skipping. We get the we get the first memory. Memory one. Yes, because they're all dancing mm-hmm. and Grizabella's watching them and like being intrigued and trying to join. And then they hiss her out and she's mm-hmm. left alone and she starts to sing memories. Like the big the beginning of it. And yeah, part one. Victoria is watching her, and so is Deutem what is Judy Dench's De- character? Deuteromedy. 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 Old Deuteronomy. <laughs> and I was scared because they cut it short and I'm like, what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, if they cut this is the best part of the film and they're ruining it right now. But thank God they cut back to it later <laughs> god my stream of consciousness notes from the ball part once we get to the ball is chaos it's just like is that gandalf it's effing gandalf i want to watch lord of the rings what is this moon dance who picks the angelical cats like <laughs> it's just chaos at this point it, uh, yeah and i said cats wearing sneakers <laughs> <laughs> i know like i Isn't was just Taylor Swift wear heels too yeah. Oh, she did? Yes. It's like, oh, it's literally like a cat suit and then you're wearing shoes. Like, it's just- Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. I, I don't get it. After this, though, after she's done singing in old Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy? <laughs> De- Deuteromedy. Rom. Deuteromedy. <laughs> sees her perform. <laughs> we cut back into the theater with all the cats. And Sarah, <laughs> do you want to explain <laughs> what we see? This memory will haunt me for the rest of my life. If you guys don't know, I love Lord of the Rings. I love Macbeth and the Royal Shakespeare Company. So I love Ian <gasps> McKellen. You said the word. I'm not in a theater. Okay. Don't even. <laughs> but I love Ian McKellen. I always have. Um, I just adore him. So yeah. I was already like a little skewed by him being in the film. I was like, maybe he'll be great. And then we cut to Mr. Mistopheles, Mr. Mistopheles or whatever. Mm-hmm staring at Ian McKellen before his song mm-hmm. and he is licking a bowl of water and the <laughs> and the sound and the image of Ian McKellen licking that bowl of water will haunt me till I die I I I had a nightmare about it last night I'm not even joking woke up at 4 a.m thinking about it really I swear to god it's gonna haunt me oh wow it's terrifying it's terrifying wow it's the worst thing i've ever seen i literally just wrote ian mckellen literally chewing up the scenery (laughs) (laughs) i was proud of that i was very proud of myself for that and he's playing gus the theater kappa yeah that was bizarre it was a bizarre Mm -hmm. choice and I wrote, he's giving me Amos vibes from Chicago, like Mr. That's Cellophane. Sort yeah, of that's idea. really fair. It was, it was yeah. very pathetic. <laughs> Gus is the cat at the theater door. My name, as I ought to have told you before, is really Asparagus, but that's such a fuss to pronounce. 
Yeah, it was. Let me ask you: Do you think? Do you think those like big name actors or like well respected actors like Judy and Sir Ian? Do you think first name basis with Judy? Are we Dame Judy as well? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That damn Judy Dench. (laughs) (laughs) The point I was trying. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're. Do you think they had fun? <laughs> no, no. Because it doesn't feel fun. Like it feels no. like none of them had fun doing no, it. No, I doubt Considering that. Considering the fact that you said they made up a storyline so people didn't have to be on set for over <laughs> a week <laughs> makes me think fun was not really a high priority on this film. I, ugh, and I mistoke. So we get after, Ian McKellen gets dusted. Yeah, McCavity stealing sweet Ian McKellen. Yeah, sweet old Ian McKellen. Yeah. And then I thought simple, I wrote his name as Simple Shacks. Nightmare's ready to depart. Saying Skimble, very Skimble. Has he gone to hunt the thimble? He must find him or the train can't start. Clearly not his name. Oh. I thought that was our phantom-like character. Oh, that's just the train. That's just the train guy. Yeah. How do I care about the train cat? And I, I never must- saw him before. Here's the thing. He was the most impressive one. He had the best talent. He was tapping away. I was like, McCavity only needed to steal this guy. Nobody else was competition. I disagree. Magical Mr. Mistopheles. We're not at that not- yet. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The amount of time, the, the butchering of these cats' names is... Quite iconic from all of us. I request a super cut of all of us just saying the names. (laughs) Veronica to start. Wait, that should be a drinking game. Anytime you mess up a cat's name, you have to drink and you'll be blackout (laughs) in five minutes. Oh, no. Well, anyway, I think Magical Boy is the best boy. Well, but in regards to talent, Sarah, that was quite... (gasps) How dare you! I want you to conjure Demeter or whatever her name is. <laughs> Demeter. <laughs> Deuteronomy. I want you to conjure an old cat and see what happens and tell yourself. Fine, I will. Best. Fine. And then we can see who's more. I'll tap. I'll tap. Here's the other question. Her her technical jellicle name is Old Deuteronomy. And my question is, like, was she given that name as a child? Because that's an odd, that's odd. How did they justify that? You know? Old no, Deuteronomy. I think it I think point. the name adjusts over time. What about the he old? He wasn't always Mr. <laughs> Mistopheles. <laughs> and he was never Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> Same thing with uh Jennifer Hudson's character. It's old Gumby Cat. The old Gumby no, cat. That's not Jennifer No, that's Hudson's not Jennifer character. Hudson. She was Grizabella, the old glamour, the glamour. cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mean, God. Did any of us actually watch this movie? <laughs> you mean Rebel Wilson's character? He yeah, sorry. Wow. This is how... how- I, if we could take away anything, I feel like we're doing an amazing job talking about this film because this film made literally no sense. no sense, none whatsoever. I texted my friend. I was like, he he was like, oh my God, I can't believe you're watching Cats. And I go, I, I was like, darling, I was like, what the fuck is the plot? And he goes, Cats, darling, the plot is Cats. <laughs> no truer words have ever been spoken. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, so Skimble Shanks gets taken, and then we get Taylor Swift. <laughs> McCavity's a mystery cat. He's called the Hidden Paw. For he's the master criminal who can defy the law. He's the battlement of Scotland Yard. The flying squad's despair When they reach the scene of crime McCavity's not there 
Poverty. <laughs> Her that voice. I was. <laughs> was it a supposed was to be a, like a British accent? Was it supposed to be British? Yeah, no. it was supposed <laughs> to be British. Oh wait, for Sarah or for Taylor Swift? <laughs> no, for Taylor. For Taylor. <laughs> her voice was it was not suited well suited for that song and it was supposed to be british and it was interesting you could tell it was british for like <laughs> a quarter <Yeah>. of it <laughs> sure <laughs> it's like oh god I just and everyone's find getting while she's singing everybody they're drugging everybody with catnip here's the thing about the catnip though if it's supposed to get them excited then that is that was the wrong t- way to use it because they were all falling asleep they were all like whoa and that's when McCavity straight up stole Deuteromedy <laughs> old Deuteromedy yeeted her out of there and we find out that he yeah he took them all away to like a tugboat on the <laughs> thames on, oh on the thames that was a whole thing a hilarious <laughs> bit that so funny laughed at. <laughs> and he's about to make deuteromedy old Deuteron- deuteromedy walk the plank but thankfully but bum sarah's favorite chef's kisses chef's kisses all day every day mm-hmm. mr mistopheles victoria goes wait you do magic a plot we had not a touch since probably an hour and 50 minutes previously mm-hmm, something we mm-hmm. all forgot about so he is having such freaking paranoid all this stuff and needing so much uh peer pressure <laughs> to help him out <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 and they all say oh well i never was there ever a cat so clever as magical To get through it. I know. And he's like crying, and it's like, dude, just try. He's crying. <laughs> he's a whole breakdown. He has a monologue. Yeah. It's and it's weird. like, and you think he blew it. And then when they're all looking, oh, at how there ever was a cat so clever. I don't know the words as Mr. Mustafalis. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. That was so beautiful. I know. Thank you. Really I practiced. I went to a vocal coach. Okay. Um, yeah, she peers behind him, and it's the it's sweetest the little moment. Worked. It was actually a very sweet moment. I got I excited. I got real excited over a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I will say there was a scene in the beginning. Um, I forgot to mention during that dance, the whole jellical dancing for old Deuteromedy. They were like breathing like <sighs> And I'm like, what an opportunity to use a hairball to have all of them just like vomit out hairballs. Oh, oh you should yes. be the big brain director on this one. I mean, honestly, Tom, yeah. Tom, 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 Mr. Tom. Hopper Hooper. My Hopper movie's Hooper. perfect and it needs no changes. Thank you. <laughs> but after that, oh, but um, Deuteromedy, no, Victoria sees Grizabella and shows pity on her seat. <laughs> I know the plot so well. You got it. You figured it out. Um, so Grizabella and brings her to Deuteron- Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Nailed it. And <laughs> here we go. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> Memories. <laughs> Hudson. <laughs> she was the most who looked like a human being, which is what made me like so happy because I was like, oh, I'm digging all of this. And her tears, like the the thing about memories is that song is so that can be so over the top and mm-hmm. so corny. But she brought a 
truthfulness to it. I will say Agreed. like it felt real. It did not feel cause you can easily go melodramatic and all this stuff, but it felt fucking heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, for, for the whole, for the whole film, it was the only time I went, wow, I can see this actor bringing something to the role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, it felt like a thankless performance though. Like yeah. she could, she could have put out a 200 out of 10 and it couldn't, you can't thank it. It's beautiful. It's perfectly performed. It is literally why she probably took it, but yeah. it doesn't redeem anything. Yeah, you can't put a Band-Aid on the Titanic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's sinking. Sunk. It's like putting a Band-Aid on the Titanic as it hits the ocean's floor. It's Wait, sunk. hold on. Hold on one moment. There. <laughs> All better. <laughs> Women and children first. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I know our next movie musical to oh, watch. Wait. It's yes. been a pleasure playing with you both. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh God. That's oh, one, wow. one way to describe it. That is literally, it's a sinking no. ship. It's a sunk ship. But yeah. hey, well, before we started recording, you said something super interesting that I did not, I had no clue about, about the song Memory. Yeah, I you, you said it's your favorite song. I think yes. it's everyone's favorite song. And that's why it, why... Cats really did well on Broadway because the song's so good. It wasn't written for Cats. It's a song that was written by the songwriters way before Cats, and they just could never put it into a musical. Oh, and no. then Andrew, oh, Lloyd, no. Andrew Lloyd Webber in a fever dream was like, I have this good idea. It's about cats. And they're like, what's like, he went to Stephen Sondheim. There's a clip of Stephen Sondheim talking about cats. Shut and up. he says, and, and, and yeah, you should watch it. Andrew's like, he goes, Andrew came to me and I go, Andrew, what's it about? And he goes, it's about cats. It sounds like he's just like, do you know, like the, they're like, this like a crazed person on a vendetta. Like I I had this idea and I need to put it up. That's what it was. And so he worked with his, I forget the other guy's name. They no longer agree. They like, they're not like they're still friends. Are you talking about Harold Prince? No, it's not Harold Prince. It's uh, it's going to. The producer that worked with Sondheim on the first time. That's Harold Prince. Um, I don't. that's so interesting though seriously i had no clue about that and that makes so much sense why it's mm-hmm. the best song because it was not meant for their show it's such mm-hmm. a beautiful song and it actually i mean it do- <laughs> it does work with the plot <laughs> even though there is no plot but an old glamour cat like getting this freaking broadway standard ballad bringing down the house it's like yeah it's queen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was it gave me life it was Trevor Nunn is the guy's name. Oh, okay. He's, he worked with um, Andrew on, Les, he did Les Mis, he did Cats, he'd done a ton, but they stopped working with each other after Cats because he, <laughs> he wasn't happy with the song being used in Cats, I believe. That's fair. <laughs> That's um, very fair. I, at this point in my notes, I stopped writing. So hmm. a well, couple of questions, our thoughts. I don't know if we're ready for it. When they choose... The Jellicle choice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the in the on the <laughs> yes, stage, Sarah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just scared. On the stage version, what is the reward for being the Jellicle choice? Damn. You go to Cat Heaven. Is it really Cat Heaven? Yeah, that's, that's the, so dark. Yeah, she dies. Yep. Yeah. Sort of Why? happened in this one as well. The you sweet just... release of death is the only thing these people can look forward to. Why are they so excited to, to die? This is very much like Pippin, but like <laughs> like ending it the way the, the leading player wanted it to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jumping like... into the fire. Goodbye, Pippin. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it is so, that was so dark. It's such a dark concept. Can you imagine something like, like I, when I thought about it, obviously Jennifer Hudson deserved to go to uh cat 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 heaven but how would you feel if you're mr mistopheles you just (laughs) saved old deuteronomy from the plank and you don't win that's my point that's my point he's the bestest of boys but does he win because he's still alive That's the bigger point. That and I he gets to be with of. Victoria. That was a whole love interest side storyline that uh, we did not talk about once on here. <laughs> more, more cats in the streets. For the yeah, future. they're actually. 
that's that's the upsetting part that they're gonna that'll lead to more cats, more feral cats. <laughs> Are you guys saying the moral of cats is spay and neuter your cats and dogs? <laughs> yeah. We could have avoided hey, all of this. Capture, stay, and release. Yeah, <laughs> that yes. is actually we, we could have avoided Tom, all of it. Hooper Hopper mm-hmm. was trying to get across with it. <laughs> that was actually <laughs> well, keep your cats inside and yeah. spay and neuter the the feral ones. Wait, yep. can I just say something though? Andrew, so she's the jellical choice, and she goes on a chandelier. I go, Andrew Lloyd Webber loves a chandelier. <laughs> to auctioneer monologue, do a cat phantom crossover. Oh, <laughs> God. My God. So, <laughs> so when she gets in and the chandelier's rising, we cut to Grizabella rising with the chandelier in the, in the auction house <gasps> or the opera house. About six, six, six. Then, oh, God. A chandelier. chandelier in, in pieces. pieces. <laughs> oh my God! For those who didn't listen, Sarah and Paige know the auctioneer monologue of the chandelier by heart. It's the best uh, side of- character in the Phantom of the Opera. Fight me on that. <laughs> but what do you guys think Very of my crossover? I, I, love I love your it. crossover. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's all I needed. That's all I needed. I like that. What's his name? Muku. <laughs> the one that we didn't know his name the whole time. Monkstrap. 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 He's the phantom. Victoria. Oh. Victoria is uh, is what's her name? Christine. Christine. And Magic Boy is Ralph. Then who's the woman who's like, keep your elbow by your eye? That's, oh, that's De- Deuteronomy. <laughs> yes. Wait, can I just say something about old Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. That's, <laughs> that's the first time a woman has ever portrayed the role. Yeah. Gender swaps. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it so much more as a girl. I know. I don't and even know what a boy did it like, but I know I'd- it's not better. I know you guys don't care about cats, but most cat colonies are run by the by a female. <gasps> yeah, so that is that, that is actually that is more accurate to cat behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Paige. Is it true? The page just yeah, as the cat expert, can you tell me if it's true? <laughs> if I slowly get my cat, is that me telling it it loves me? <laughs> cat expert Paige, tell me. Oh my God, that is <laughs> actually I mean, yeah. About it, usually if we, yes. If we talk about the lionesses, <laughs> um, <laughs> we're gonna go into African cats and pink cats. They're the ones mm-hmm. who hunt and gather. Oh, guys, oh. is this a little is this a little sneak peek to the next time you're having the urchins on <laughs> Lion King? <laughs> Lion King. Yes. I was actually about to say, all things considered, I know I gave a lot of pushback the last time you had me and Sarah on, and I was really against it. But I would much rather be a part of Twilight the musical than Cats. I'm so happy to hear you say that. <laughs> oh, you've got a you've got a producer at your shoulder. Yay! So Paige Claire, Claire, Paige Claire, what part? Twilight the musical. Claire, have you reconsidered what part you want? Or are you still happy with your choice? I'm still Colonel Jasper Smith on That's... the wall. Can't wait to write that song. Yeah. I will preview a song once my dog's excited. You can hear him on the mic. I'm worried because I genuinely don't know if this is all improv or if this is something she's prepared. I know. That's what I... <laughs> Hamlet? Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Okay, we'll we'll come back at a later time when I'm ready to premiere Twilight the Musical. Okay, but the next day we both get NDAs in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a precious um, gift, this music, and it will not be slaughtered. Speaking of uh, precious oh, gifts, um, oh. I thought there was something we could probably do, maybe walking away from this experience to make you feel more connected to the piece. Hmm. I've gone through the effort of putting our names into a Jellical cat name generator. Um, would you guys like to know what your Jellical cat names are? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Please be magic. Please be magic. Please be magic. 
I don't know how I feel about them, but you know, the generator does not lie. It actually made me put in your name and answer questions about you. So it's not just like a, Whoa. anyway. Is this, um, wait, I'm sorry. Did Tom Hooper Hopper create this? <laughs> I think so. This is canon. This is like taking the Pottermore quiz. This is canon guys. Okay. Oh um, God, so so who, who wants to go first? I'll I go can, first. Okay. So Sarah, first. Sarah, your Jellicoe cat name is Sashimi. <gasps> like the Japanese food? Yes. Yeah. Like this, like the sushi type. Yes. Oh my God. Sashimi. I love it. Only be known as that. Got a, all of all of them kind of got a little thing to them. They're like a little oh, kind of. Ex- that's how I reacted. Thank you so much for doing this, by the way. Oh. <laughs> I only refer to my cat Jellical name now. Thank you. Thank you. Tell you guys my next, just because I was taken aback and then flattered. Okay. Uh, Antigone. Antigone. Whoa! Whoa. What a theater reference. I know. Um, Claire, your Jellical cat name is. Selenio. <laughs> Selenio. What is that? Spell it? it? Spell it? Oh, oh, yeah, can okay. Can I get in a sentence? Uh, it's uh, C-E-L-A-E-N-O. Okay. Selenio? Selenio? What is it? What the hell? I, I don't know. The Bible said it so. <laughs> At least there's no like yeah, adjectives in front Greek, of it. You get to be like a Greek heroine and Sarah gets to be a fish and I'm, what the hell? <laughs> Cecilia. You get to define your own jellical path. Oh, okay. I get to choose my own path. <laughs> yeah, I'm restricted to only eat sushi and what's fun about that? That's fair. <laughs> Actually, it's a Greek reference. It is one of the harpies in... <laughs> in, in <laughs> She's the one. She's a harpy shrew. An ugly, ugly. <laughs> can we get a one of the har- can you can you click pronunciation and see what it actually sounds like instead of your give anyway. me a second. I'm doing it. A- well, can I just say something going back to the plot of cats that I wrote <laughs> down? Um, so to be the jellical choice leads to death seems a bit culty to me. Mm-hmm. That's where I that's I guess the more that's the last thing I wrote. And I'll take it at that. And I think to be a part of Cats, as they've done in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, it is very cult-like, you know? Mm -hmm. I wrote that earlier, too. Why is this a cult? (laughs) (laughs) Mm, mm, Good point, Shashimi. Good point. (laughs) You like that, Antigone? (laughs) Yeah, I did. It's Selino, by the way. (laughs) Selino. Selino and Barnes. (laughs) Insurance. (laughs) Insurance. Oh wow! <laughs> a harpy, what a gift! Selena. what a gift! A harpy <laughs> named Selena. Well, thank you so much. I feel I feel reborn having my jellical name, guys. I for everyone listening, I recommend watching Cats. No, <laughs> kidding, no, no. Kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> I don't recommend watching Cats ever. I recommend you living. And not losing an hour and 50 minutes of your life. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. Well, that's final. <laughs> I I cannot thank either of you enough for, for dealing with that and for watching it and for taking notes. It means so much to me and for giving us jellical names. Thank you, Paige. You're welcome. I mean, oh, Antigone. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it feels like a burden's kind of fallen off of me now. <laughs> I'm free to be the cat I was meant to be. Jellical cat. Jellical, jellical, Now I have a question to lead off of what Paige asked last time. Ooh. Who is who would you want to be like a non-speaking character in this film? Is that the question? Great Am question. I phrasing that correctly? Yeah. Who yeah, it's it's who would you want to be in the background of mm. the movie? <laughs> And again, it might be hard because there was a lot, there was really no background. There was no small parts. <laughs> I want to be the cockroach that gets trampled, is it eaten, eaten, mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Thank you. I want to be the pearl necklace that chokes Victoria. Okay. That's oh. an object. <laughs> yeah. I was a sentient creature. Mine was sentient. 
No, no. Okay. I'll be the dog behind the door that wants to kill Victoria. Oh, nice. Okay, good there you go. Good, 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 good choice, good choice, good choice, good choice. I want to be the person that drops off Victoria in the pillowcase. <laughs> Dang it. I was thinking about that one too. Dang it. You should have taken it. You know, it just didn't feel right. The cro- cockroach felt right. <laughs> You're one fierce bitch, Selino. <laughs> thank you, Sashimi. <laughs> Guys, seriously, thank you so much. I, I, for everyone who's still listening. <laughs> oh God. Sorry. Sorry. We saved, we, we honestly, you know, that song, how to save a life. I feel like we saved <laughs> lives. Today. I think so. By did God's work. Not watching cats. Well, I love you both so much. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> love you. you That's all for this week's episode, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. Cause let me tell you something. I don't I still don't know. I still don't understand, but I just had such an amazing time reviewing it with my two amazing best friends, Sarah and Paige. Thank you so much for doing this again. And also just a shout out to Paige for the amazing uh like behind the scenes trivia facts and also providing me with my new and embraced jellical name selino selino and barnes now it's actually just selino if you're caught up in that drama anyway until next week courtney take your break Ooh, having love with all-